Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show, episode number 33. Uh, I am Jason, owner of Outdoor Legacy, and I've got, as always, my co-host Hans from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. Hey, Hans. Hey, Jason. The always busy Jason right now. Busy time of year. Uh, man, every time I, I give you a call, it's you've got two seconds to talk, and then you're on to the next 15 calls. But well, it is <laughs> it's busy. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. It is, uh, you know, as we've always said, we record this show late at night, and it is. It's yeah. uh, I don't even know what time it is now. After nine o'clock, <laughs> and I have not left the office. I'm still yeah. here. I've been here all day, and uh, I finished calling customers back after six o'clock tonight and realized that I'd basically been nonstop on the phone for nine hours solid today. Didn't even yeah. stop. I was talking to customers, eating lunch. They probably heard me smacking, but I was trying to be quiet, but <laughs> it's awesome. that time of year and uh, yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, it's a good time and it's fun. And uh, I tell you what, if, if you call, you might even uh, talk to Hans because it's gotten so bad. I'm like, here, please call this guy back. Call this guy back. Here, call somebody. Answer this phone. Uh, so, yeah. you know. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But hey, thank you all for joining us this week on the on the show. We've got some uh, some big news on the show that we're going to be talking about and breaking. Uh, but while you're checking it out, whether it's on the podcast through a you know a podcast sharing service or if it's through YouTube, please go ahead to subscribe to us. So if you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the Late Night Visit Show. While you're doing that, jump on over to Hans ETX. Subscribe there and also on Outdoor Legacy Gear uh, on YouTube. On Instagram, do the same thing. Hop over and subscribe to the Late Night Vision Show, Hans ETX and Outdoor Legacy Gear. And on Facebook, you can uh, you know find Outdoor Legacy Gear and the Late Night Vision Show. I am not on Facebook because I can only handle one thing at a time. And right now it's just IG, you know, Instagram. I love taking pictures. I love photography and it kind of works out better for me. And a lot of people are on that now. So I leave all the Facebook stuff over to Jason. Well, let me just tell you something. I'm on all three and I can't handle one of them. Oh, it's, <laughs> right. It is tough, man. It it's is. Tough. There's too much going on. And, and, uh, I, I know that somebody told me, Hey, I sent you a message on Instagram. I was trying to buy a scope from you. And I was like, yeah. I haven't been on Instagram in 48 hours. I'm sorry. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah. try to. So yeah. yeah. Other than that, um, I'm, you know, I like to get onto some of the forums and I, you know, give a yep. shout out to the Texas, Texas hunting forum. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that you're on the, uh, the Texas bow hunter forum, Texas bow hunter, Texas hunting yep. forum. Yeah. Those are both, yep. both. And I know, I know those are, you know, Texas forums, but I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of great information oh, yeah. uh, over there. And people here at Texas Bow Hunter are like, well, I'm not a bow hunter, man. There's a ton of stuff over yeah. there that's totally unrelated uh, to bow hunting, just hunting in general. But yep. well, so well, Hans, tell them yeah. about. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Let's, let's jump into this. Tell them what we're going to talk about. Well, what we're talking about today is, uh, and you may have seen it on some social media, but we're here to clear up uh, and really introduce the brand new Pulsar uh, Thermions. I'm, I'm going to mess it up. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm mess it. That's disappointing. I know. I've even gotten it written good. down, but I said it pretty good. The Pulsar Thermion. So that is a, a new line of scopes that's coming out, thermal scopes that's coming out from Pulsar that was just announced this past week. We've got pictures of it. Uh, we've got some information. So what we want to do today is we want to kind of clear up any speculation about the new Thermion. We want to find out what we know uh, and based on facts of information that was released uh, to the media and to the press. So we want to find out what we know and we want to find out what we don't know. We want to kind of clear that up, any speculation that we have that's kind of, because Jason, right now it seems like there's a lot of uh, kind of information and misinformation going out there uh, on the internet. And you just kind of want to put some of that stuff to, to rest. 
Yeah, you know, there is a lot of misinformation. And, and you know, this is what happens when, when manufacturers come out and they give a sneak peek and they do, you know, just kind of a little, uh, you know, snippets of information trying to tease people out. Uh, and, and I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to build some excitement before SHOT Show. And it, it is exciting and it's great news. But what happens is, is now we've got basically about 40, 45 days of the Internet churn of yeah. the the keyboard commando experts and speculation and you know how it is it's like the game you played when you were a kid where you know you whisper in somebody's ear you know a word and then it has to go all the way or a sentence and it gets all the way back around it's something totally different that's what's it's already happening in just these last mm-hmm. few days uh this morning i woke up i had a notification from facebook uh, just about some some random you know, thermal groups that I'm a member of. I don't really get on there a whole lot, but it's just like a random notification. I clicked on it. It was about the Thermion. There were comments, and these it was a disaster of people saying, no, I just talked to Pulsar. This is what they're saying. Well, I've got a buddy that's got inside information, and it was, <laughs> mm-hmm. I can tell you, it was mostly wrong. So, uh, or, or if it wasn't wrong, it was wild speculation that was being uh, stated as fact. So what we want to do is we just want to go over what we know, what we're allowed to say right now. I mean, what has been put out there and really all that is known for absolute fact is what was on their press release. And so we've really kind of dissected that and we just want to, want to go over those things. So I'm going to jump right in and talk about, I think the biggest thing that we know and that is, that is kind of the talk is the different design. So Mm. right now, you know, uh, you know, thermal scopes are generally, you know, shaped like a, some sort of a, like a brick, like a (laughs) brick, a digital (laughs) object. And so exactly that, that's how the pulsars have been, uh, Trijicons flares. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I know the, the, you know, the ATNs for, for this year have a different look, but these are definitely, uh, shaped and look just like a traditional rifle Mm -hmm. scope. And one thing that, that I noticed is that it looks, I mean, from, from just the picture, you could back up and it looks like a rifle scope. Yeah. I mean, it you looks know, just like it. Exactly. And and so we're going to, if you're watching on YouTube, we're flashing the picture up. If you haven't seen it, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, hop over to YouTube so you can see a new picture of the Thermion. But that, Jason, when I saw that picture come out, that was the first thing that, uh, how are they able to do this? Because like you said, all the thermal, you know, the thermal units from all the manufacturers have a very kind of similar style, like a rectangle, you know, it, it, uh, it is you know, a, a brick. I think the brick yeah, was brick. a, yeah, yeah, brick. Was, yeah. And so, uh, the, this, the, the new Thermion looks like you said, like a traditional rifle scope. Um, and it really, uh, you to, if you put one side by side from a, a daytime regular, uh, you know, rifle mounted scope next to the Thermion, it'd be hard to tell the difference. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, again, even like I mentioned that there, even though the, the, the new AT and Thors, uh, that are out this year, they do have a traditional rifle scope look, but they, they're not exactly, they've still mm-hmm. got a big box in the middle, just like the X sites do, uh, that we're all, I guess you'd say that, you know, brains are the computer is same thing like the sight mark photons and the digital scopes they've got the uh, all the electronics and the sensor and all is up on the front end 
And so it's enlarged and this doesn't look that way. I mean, it looks like a traditional <laughs> rifle scope. Yeah, so I, I can't wait to see exactly how they did all this and, and pulled it off, but it, it does yeah. looks, looks really cool. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about these real quick and I'm sure we're going to come back around to the end and kind of hash all this mm -hmm. back out again. But another thing that we do know, and this is kind of interesting, is that there uh, are still going to be XQs and XPs. And, you know, for those who are familiar with the Pulsar line currently, uh, XQ and XP, you know, XP means high resolution, 640 by 480. XQ means standard resolution, which is 384 by 288. But there is a change. And they're showing here that the XQs are going to be 320 by 240. And here's the big news have a 12 micron thermal core right now we're at 17 microns in all the pulsars so that's going to be a slightly smaller resolution but it's going to be uh you know lower microns for hopefully a, a clearer sharper image which i think is going to be good now the xp so, what, what i just want to say me, go ahead let me ask you yeah mm -hmm. let me ask you real quick sure. how do you think that that's going to compare to the xqs right now with the resolution the little bit higher resolution uh, and higher microns versus what's coming out on the Thermion. How do you think the picture is going to compare? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I'm, I would Without like seeing to it, think, I'm, I'm asking you to judge something on something you haven't seen. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, would, I would, I would say this. The only thing we really have to compare it to is the FLIR, the new FLIR bosons and they're 320 by 256 at 12 microns. But here's the problem. And they look really good. But the problem is, on the low end, we've got the PTS-233. It's got a tiny little 19-millimeter objective lens uh, that is a fixed focus. So that doesn't do that thermal core justice. Then we go all the way up, and we've got it on the four-power 50-millimeter lens on the PTS-536. Well, that, and, and then we go on up to the 736, which is six-power, 75-millimeter yeah. objective. Well, anytime you get that size of an objective lens with that much magnification, it's going to look really good. So right. I don't know what this is going to look like. I mean, I, I, as it says, it's not going to look worse. We right. know that. Is it going to be better? I would say yes. Is it going to be drastically? I'm just not sure until we right. really get them out there and see. But I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like I say, <laughs> we, you and I have said on the show multiple times that we believe that the the Boson 536 and 736 mm -hmm. that core that image quality looks better than again, like say the, the pulsars at 17 microns and a few more pixels, but again, it's high magnification, large objective lenses. So I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where to have to say, and we don't so know what the objective lens sizes are going to be on the pulsars. We have no clue. So, so yeah, we're guessing, but, uh, now the 640, the XP is still showing to be a 640 by 480 at 17 microns. And my understanding of that is that you know the ULIS who makes the thermal cores for the pulsars they don't have a 12 micron 640 by 480 up and running uh, at least i shouldn't say maybe they don't have one up and running at least they don't have one market ready in in this size that they need i'm just that's my understanding is it's not ready so uh, speculation will they have a 12 micron 640 I think eventually, I think we know that's coming. Now, when right. that comes, 
who knows? It may be another year, another model. It, you know, I'm not going to wildly speculate there, but I think we do know, obviously, they've proven here they can do it in the 320, and you know they've got to yeah. be long-term working towards that for the 640 as well. Right, exactly. Um, so moving along, uh, something that, I don't know, I'm not overly excited about, but I think a lot of people are, a lot of people, is yeah. they're putting color palettes into yeah. the uh, into the scopes. Right now, Pulsar only has color palettes in their um, handheld thermals. I'm not sure exactly why that's been. That's the way they've always done it, is the multiple color palettes there, but not in the rifle scopes. It's just been black hot, white hot. Their color palettes, uh, while again, I don't use them even in the handhelds. I don't use them with flares, but some people I'd like say, them. I don't man, think... Man, people love color know, palettes. They call up I, and they just, man, they love it. To and each I, their own, and that's fine. To each their own. Uh, you know, we don't hunt with them very much, but man. Mm -hmm. it, but but it the does, ones that uh, Pulsar has, I think, are a little more tame. Um, they, they do have one that's a, a red, and it kind of makes the animal glow a little bit. But, you know, generally... Uh, there's like a sepia and, a, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, nothing too crazy. I don't remember if there's a green. I know there's a red, but and I think there's one goofy. There is one goofy, like a rainbow or something, but I don't. so there's going to be some color palettes. So if you're into that, I mean, I had a guy that yesterday I talked to on the phone and he's like, I want to know when we're going to get color palettes. I, I need color palettes. And so uh, I said, hey, guess what? There's some coming. So we, we've got color palettes. And then the other thing they've mentioned is it's going to be a full metal housing. So the, um, the, the body of that traditional scope look is going to be all metal. So, you know, a lot of people are big on that. I have guys that, that call and say, I, I don't want plastic. I don't want plastic. I'll be honest, a lot of things I'd rather have, you know, a good, you know, ABS type plastic than I would metal. So I don't know if this is a, a pro or a con. I'm sure they've made yeah. it, uh, you know, sturdy or they wouldn't have done it. But I mean, they're bragging on it. So I guess it's going to be something good yeah. as a full metal housing. And then the other thing that we do know is it is going to still have stream vision. Uh, we can see that there's like a picture of the app on the press release. So stream vision isn't going to go anywhere, which means uh, you still will be able to connect it uh, to your your device, uh, like your, your smartphone or your tablet uh, via their stream vision app. So that's the basics of what we know. There's, I mean, again, from that press release, we just, that sneak peek, we just don't really know anything yeah. else for sure. We just, we don't know a lot, but, and, and I think some of the speculation that's going around right now kind of is centered around what we don't know. And right. that's kind of what I want to touch on a little bit and mm -hmm. just kind of run down a list of, of what we don't know right now. Uh, so if you're hearing something we mentioned on this list and you're, you're hearing it from somebody else, um, it's probably, uh, you know, it, it's not being released by Pulsar. So just keep that in mind when you're hearing some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But first thing we don't know, and everybody wants to know what's the price. How much are these units going to cost? Well, I can, um, I can tell you this. You know, I spoke with Pulsar again today. Um, they do not have the price. If anybody tells you they have the price, they don't have the price. Uh, I've, I trust my source there who says, we will have the price in our hand Monday, the day before a SHOT Show. SHOT Show starts on Tuesday. Uh, in January, third week, and he said, we will have the price the day before. We don't have them. Not going to be finalized. 
And it's like, literally, we're ordering these things, making pre-orders with no retail pricing. We wow. don't know. So wow. if you hear a price on it, it ain't true. Yeah. I mean, it may be true, but it'd be guessing. I mean, it's it's just right. be, would be luck of the luck of the draw of, of what the pricing is going to be. We have no idea if they're going to be the same, yeah. more, less. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's the the million dollar question. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody wants to know what how much the cost is going to come because everybody, I think the the perception is that a, the longer that something is around. Uh, technology improves and cost comes down. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people expect it to be more advanced in technology and cheaper, which in a lot of cases, that's not always that's right. what happens. So, you know, uh, if, if you're hearing prices float around right now, n- nobody knows. Well, hey, point. we can, so, we can speculate like anybody else. What do you think it's going to do, Hans? You think that you think it's going to, you think across the board prices are going to be stagnant, you know, kind of just stay the same. Or do you think that they're going to come out and everything's going to be lower? We're, we're going to say this. I think we can both yeah. say we don't expect the prices to go up across the board. So do right. you think they're going to stay relatively the same or they're going to go down? I think they're going to be pretty comparable to what they are right now. Honestly, I do. I, do um, I think they're going to stay pretty much the same. I think they're kind of in a, in a little uh, price niche right mm. now. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of want to kind of stay in that cut a little bit. So I agree. That's my guess. That's my guess. I agree yeah. with you. I, I yeah. there there might be, you know, some some less expensive models. Like, well, I mean, right now we don't have the apexes. They're gone. You know, right. they started at twenty five hundred dollars. They had a twenty eight hundred dollar model. Um, you know, they they've had the the XQ thirty trail that is, is I don't know if it's discontinued as far as I know yeah. it is. I mean, they haven't shipped that thing in forever. Uh, right. That was a twenty eight hundred dollar model. Uh, that and by the way, I probably should have never mentioned it. People know the XQ thirty trail. You don't want it. It's got a fixed focus. The image quality yeah. was not great, so we never really sold. Uh, yeah. Then you know they go up to the XP fifty at five grand. I won't be surprised if we see something. Uh, you know down there in that i don't know i'm speculating here 25 to 28 hundred dollar range hopefully and then i I hope and then you know i won't be surprised if we see something that comes out that's more expensive than the xp50 maybe there's another model i mean i don't know you know here's the thing i I don't think pulsar minds being a little bit more expensive than fleer or anything i don't think they mind that at all and here's the reason why I think Pulsar is selling their product on the value of what you get. And the fact that they include so many extras that a lot of other scopes um, aren't including, like a Stream Vision app, um, you know, like, um, you know, internal video recording with audio. <laughs> you with, know, those, don't don't yeah. forget, I mean, customer service is not customer service. free. Yeah, exactly. Customer service is not free. And we've said it on well, the show. I had a guy ask me today he bought a pulsar trail and a helion from me he was a, a fan of the show and he said do you work for pulsar <laughs> <laughs> well and, and see i think pulsar they're like i said i don't think they mind that their scopes cost a little bit more i don't because know that they, they cost more though i mean that, that's i don't know if that's fair i mean do you think they cost more as compared to what you know i, I think um i'm put you on the spot i don't think that yeah i don't <laughs> Uh, I, I think their thought, you know, their their trail models are thought of to be, you know, a little bit more than some of the other, you know, with with Fleer, 
Uh, now I know Fleer has their their lower base model, but the five thirty six and the seven thirty six. Um, I think what you you're know, trying to say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, I think what you're trying to say is uh, is true: is that they're not trying to be bottom of the barrel, cheapest on right. everything, just to get right. business that way. They're they're willing exactly. to say, you know what, you know, we're going to keep our prices at a reasonable exactly. point. And for that price, we're going to give a lot of value, a lot of customer service. And I, you know, so again, w w I mean, again, I'm not at Pulse Service setting the prices here, but but I, yeah. I have to believe that is part of their their thought process. Being the cheapest is yeah. is not always the best because a lot of times the cheapest means that you had to cut a corner somewhere. And so, yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly right. They're 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 going to say we're not going to be the cheapest scope that you can find. We're going to have the the best value. Yeah, it's, well, it's like what provide. I say too. When people yeah. say, well, I, I found this scope and I can find somebody that's going to break the manufacturer's price and they, you know, I can sell it, you know, $200 cheaper. And I'm like, sure, but I understand that customer service has a cost too. I mean, call them, you know, when you have problems and you know what I mean? I mean, we, yeah. we all want to save money, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it that customer service cost. And I think that exactly. I think Pulsar knows that and Pulsar has built a name for themselves as if you have a problem, we're going to take care of you. We're going to warranty this scope. Uh, you know, it's, they're not going to give you the runaround. And so anyway, I think that that has a price and I think they're going to keep the price up there, but go on yep. down the list. What else you got? Well, the second thing we don't know right now are, uh, is what are the magnification bases going to be? What are they going to go up to? We just don't know what the magnifications of any of these units right now. And that's, I think, I'm not going to say it's a concern, but it's a big question that's kind mm -hmm. of floating out there uh, because, you know, there's some people that want more magnification. There's, there's some people that want it to stay the same. They prefer lower magnifications. So it's kind of going to be interesting to see where it ends up at. What do you want? Oh, I, to me, the lower magnification, the better, especially in that XP 50. Um, I, I really like the 1.6 level. Um, if it's going to raise it, I would not like it to raise any more than two power, but, um, okay. I, I'd prefer it to stay exactly where it is. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Here's, here's my, my thoughts on it. I would love to see, I would love to see a, I mean, the boy we talk about now, I am just purely getting my wish list of what I'd like. I would like to see the the lower magnification on like the XQs. I think having a 1.6, 1.5 is fine. I'd like to see a 2.5. I'd like to see a 3. And I don't really know that, I, I mean, a 4. I know Fleer's got the 4. I think that's personally plenty for that. But I think a 3... Uh, to, to 3.2, somewhere in there would be fine. On the XPs, I definitely want to see the XP50 stay at, at that 1.6, 1.5 power, somewhere in there. I do agree, no more than two. I mean, I, I don't, I really want it to stay below two, but I would really love to see uh, two more models, maybe a, again, a two and a half power, and maybe even a three and a half power. I mean, if I, I don't know, I'm just talking out loud here. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least a two and a half to three power uh, above right. the XP50. Uh, again, not for me. I don't. I don't need it. I wouldn't use it. But I think there is a definite market for it for guys who really want the XP50. They want the high resolution, but they don't. Uh, you know, they they just 
don't think they can get by with the 1.6 optical magnification. And I completely understand right. that. So, and a lot of them can't get by with that. It's just not enough. So, okay. I, you know, and I'm, I'm saying these weird numbers right now, Pulsar is at weird numbers or at even numbers, 2.2, 2.8, 1.2, 1.6. So I don't know. I'd like to see them somewhere, uh, stay around that, but have something that's a little more, but your, your yeah. wish list, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so the, the next thing, we don't really know about is rechargeable batteries. Cause if you look at the picture of the unit, uh, the rechargeable batteries that the XP 50 and the XQs have on them, uh, is not going to fit on that new unit. So we don't really know what the battery situation is right now. And, and that's a big question too. We do, uh, do, we do know that it's going to be rechargeable. Do don't we, have they released that? We don't even know that, but I, I okay. will, be, we, <laughs> that we don't not officially. Um, okay. I would go out on the limb and say that, I think it's very unlikely at this point after having the battery packs, the IPS five that lasts six to eight mm -hmm. hours, the IPS 10, that's a 16 to 20 hour after having those built onto the trails. I just think it would be extremely unlikely for them to go completely away from that and go back to a CR one, two, three, a battery. I just don't, right. I don't see that happening. Uh, so I think we're going to have to wait and see what's going on there. Uh, it's it's possible. I don't know what they're going to do with the batteries on that little bitty yeah. thing. You know, I mean, well, it's it's not not large, so we'll we'll see. And that's again, we'll see, yeah. Wait, we'll see on that. We do love our rechargeable batteries, and and we hope that they stay. I doubt that they would take a step backwards, um, but sometimes you never know. And getting down to the next thing that we do not know is the weight. Sometimes you have to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. certain advantages for to save and cut weight and that's one thing we also don't know what is the weight compared to the the traditional xp50 trails that we have right now uh man it looks like it would be a little bit less weight doesn't it looks it like looks like it to me and hey you just said something there and that is something i think we ought to bring up you you mentioned the xp we know i guess for a fact for whatever it's worth that there is going to be an xp50 model we 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 know there's XQs and XPs because that was listed on there and it told us what the resolution was going to be. But in the picture, there is a close-up image and you can clearly read XP50 on the front ring there on the bell of the scope on the around the objective. So, I mean, again, I guess that could be mocked up and it may not really end up that, but if there, it does say XP50 on there. So we do believe there's going to be an XP50. I just wanted to, to mention where we got that is that is on the picture as the, it's the only model listed, but we do get a, a look at that. Right. So, so yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that too, but the weight uh, is something we don't know yeah, don't right know. now. Like I said, it looks like it would be less weight and that would be awesome because mm -hmm. I tell you what, what my shoulders, I, I'm going to have to go to a chiropractor. I've never been, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to go from carrying my rifle around and, and the <laughs> scope. It's uh, it's that six, five Creedmoor with that, that pulsar on top of it is a heavy load. Either that, or I'm just going to need a golf cart to that, or you're just getting from. old. But anyway, moving sure, along, I think all of those factors are in, um, at my beard is starting to get more and more white. And I was at the barber today and he said, Hey, does your wife know that Santa Claus is coming home? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He said, cause your white beard. I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm getting, I'm catching heck from my barber now. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing that we do not know is any other additional features that may be included in some technology we don't even know about. You, who knows? This thing may be able to control a drone at the same time. We just oh don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
folks, we have absolutely no knowledge of any drone <laughs> control from God. I tried to just make up the craziest thing I could think of, but just to to uh, you know explain that we just don't know. I mean, we don't know if there's going to be anything extra at all. We don't know if there's any new features. Um, there could be, there, there may not be at all, but that's just a, that's a small question mark. That's kind of out there right now. Is there going to be anything exciting and new? I'm going to say this again right now. Pulsar Thermion drone control. All right. No, wait a minute. I just want to say it. Drone control, Pulsar Thermion. All right, great. Now we're just going to wait to see how long in one of these Facebook Facebook groups that shows up that somebody says the Thermion is going to control drones. We'll know where that came from. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, it will not. I promise that, you this, guys and girls, that it will not control a drone. I'm not but making that be, promise. It could happen. But it'd be, it, but it'd be a lot cooler if it did. It, it might happen. I'm <laughs> going to go on the record and say it is possible that the Thermion <laughs> control no, a drone. Man, you're I think just digging a grave. Now. I think Let's, we need to name this this episode, episode 33, uh, Pulsar Thermion Drone Control. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you had a remote where the Thermion actually levitated like a drone off of your rifle and then kind of went out and it's, flew around. It's and then possible. Right back you, hey, I'm telling you. possible. It's, uh, we're going to see some of this speculation on these, these groups. Pulsar needs, yeah, Pulsar needs to come talk to Hans and Jason. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll design the all. next year. That's right. Back. Oh, we can do it. No problem. It would call, we would design it and it would cost people $25,000 with all the stuff that we exactly put on. Exactly right. It, <laughs> it would clean my hogs is what it would do. So, yeah. you know, it'd drag them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, so w- with that, folks, I mean, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you didn't tell us anything we didn't know. Well, that just means that, you know, you're you're up to date and you've been been digging through, you know, what they put out, uh, at, you know, and that's that's super. There's a lot of people who haven't seen that release, don't know anything about it. And there's also a lot of people who have and again, have all this speculation. And I can I can go on the record and say this. They are not announcing anything for sure, except what was put on there. Um, are there tidbits of information that, that Pulsar might've mentioned, uh, you know, in, in confidentiality to, you know, a dealer or someone? Yes, that is possible. It's, it's not going to be on price. I can tell you that there are some other small things, but, but even if that dealer, uh, you know, said something that he wasn't supposed to, which I can tell you wouldn't be, you know, they're not going to know much. I mean, I've, I've talked to Pulsar a lot. They're not going to tell you much. And it, it's nothing exciting that's really going to matter. So we, we've said all that we can say, and I can tell you that, that you know, we're not leaving out anything that's exciting. So don't we, we know what we know. I, I do think something else that's the, the big question I guess we should have talked about, when they're going to be here, when are they going to be available? That's the question that, that I've already been getting. Phone calls is, should I wait? And, you know, I know everybody fully expects me as a dealer to say, no, don't wait by today. And, you know, that's not my answer. My answer is it depends on this. Do you want to go hunting today or do you want to go hunting in six months or next fall? If, if you say, hey, you know what? I'm If I buy a scope today, I'm not going to go hunting until, you know, next October, November. Well, then shoot, you might as well just wait and see what's going to look like and see what happens. Uh, you know, unless you just have some reason that, that you really want one of the trails, but you know, it, how long are you willing to wait? And I think that's what it comes down to. We don't know on that release. It says coming set, uh, sorry, not September, summer, summer of yeah. 2019. And from everything I'm hearing, I think that's reasonable from past experience. 
I think we can expect a, and again, past experience does, you know, not necessarily predict the future, but early summer, you know, second quarter. And I think we need to always be prepared for delays in new releases of product, especially new releases that are wildly different. So consider the Pulsar Trail LRF, laser rangefinder models. We've talked a bunch about those on here. Those were announced January of 2018, this year, at the SHOT Show, and they did not fully, or not fully, they didn't begin actually shipping production units until, what, 1st of November? I think that's right. Yeah, it was in November. So uh, 10, 11 months to get those things out. Again, I'm not predicting that with a Thermion. I'm just saying things can happen. That also comes all the way down to whenever there's a new product like this, uh, these things have to be, when they're imported, they have to go through customs. There is all kinds of rigmarole. And I know there are things that happened with the LRFs that were causing some problems trying to get those imported. And sometimes that stuff can get hung up and it's, it's sitting on a dock somewhere and customs is saying, Oh, I don't know. We need to look into this. And it, you know, it gets back and forth and it can turn into a a month long, two month long deal if there's Mm -hmm. a problem. So again, I'm not trying to say worst case. I'm just being realistic. It's a brand new item that we know is not in full production. Uh, we know that even Pulsar is saying summer 2019. So I'm going to take them at their word and I'm going to say yeah. second quarter is, is would be what I would hope to start seeing these. So let's kind of real quick talk about first impressions, what we like and what we don't like. And I'll start off and I'm going to say, um, I like the new look of the Thermions. I, I think it's a, it would be awesome if we, we could have a great, thermal scope with a great image that looks like a traditional rifle scope. So I'm excited about seeing it, looking through it. What I don't like from my first impressions is the idea of having to deal with scope rings. Why do you um, take everything away from me that I want to That's say? why I wanted that's, to go first. That's why we're not good. That's why we're not good co-hosts because we think too much alike and you take everything away. Go ahead. I'm going to try to think of something to say now. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was it. No, I just, no, no. I don't like the idea of having to deal with scope rings. I think, um, especially in in the business when you're trying to help people that are new and are trying to mount the scopes themselves, it, it, um, there's a greater chance of error when you're having to mount those, uh, scope rings on a, on a tubular mount or tubular scope like that. And I, I I can see kind of the headaches that are coming for you, Jason. I'm not, not too uh, jealous of, yeah. I dread the entire, uh, honestly, folks, I'll just be honest. I hate that idea. I think it looks cool. I think it's it's nice, but I think that the idea again, it's not that I think it's not going to work. It's not that I think there's going to be problems. Uh, well, like I maybe th- I think maybe they're going to have it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off, but maybe they're going to have it in a way where you can't mess it up. That wouldn't that be ideal? <laughs> you you can mess it up. And no, I, I look. I know what they're going to be pushing. They're going to be pushing pushing a single piece mount. There is a picture of that in there. Um, it has a site mark logo on it. Uh, I noticed that I zoomed in real close to look at that. Uh, those, those mounts are already available. Uh, they're brand spanking new. Uh, I just ordered some today to actually go ahead and bring those in and start testing those mounts now. And, uh, I have some reservations about them, uh, just from the design look and they're supposed to be to work also on the photon RTs. And so, 
I'm bringing them in right now just to go ahead and start testing on the photons. Uh, I don't want to get into, I, I'm not going to sit here and bash them out because I have not even held one. I've just seen a picture of it. Uh, but when I got a little better picture, I do have some reservations and some concerns about the design and how it's going to work. But I will will test it and, and you know let you know. But yes, I have a huge, huge concern about the mounting. If it's in a single piece mount with two scope rings that are mounted again on a single piece mount, there's still margin for error, but it's much less than if there are two separate rings. We deal with this on the photons all the time, and it is a, a major issue. It's not that there's anything wrong with the scopes. It's just very easy to mount them incorrectly, and, and that's I'm not saying anybody's ignorant. I mean, I have done it myself, and you get out there, and you fight it, and you don't know what's wrong, and you think there's something wrong with the scope, and it ends up you've just got the thing, you know, like one ring, it's maybe you tighten down the, the front ring first and, and, or the back ring. And so now you're shooting high or shooting low, or you've got it just canted in there somewhere and you're shooting to the left. You, you okay. I guess I should explain since we went down this road. The reason that that can cause trouble is you just don't have the range of movement with that digital crosshair that you do a lot of times with an etched reticle on a daytime glass optic. So you can run out of, uh, you know, adjustment on your windage or elevation. And you go like, I'm shooting at 50 yards and I'm still three inches low. And so I just dread that idea. And that is not a problem that we have generally on yeah. scopes with single piece mounts. I mean, I just, I, I've probably I've heard, heard yeah. that two times ever on a thermal scope. I, I do like that. The, the mounts the way they are right now. Now, from what you've seen on, from the pictures of the new mounts that are coming with the Thermion, uh, is it a quick release, quick detachment? It, it is, and and the new mounts that that again, these are Sightmark branded mounts that they've they've made that are supposed to work for these. And for those that don't know, I mean, we've mentioned it before, but Sightmark and Pulsar are basically sister companies in the U.S. Uh, the same distributor for the U.S. Cellmark uh, distributes both of those uh, brands. So, for for practical terms of the consumer, they're sister companies, and so. They have designed that mount here. Uh, I'm not, I'm guessing there's going to be some other kind of mount or I don't, you know, if it's going to be two piece. What? I don't know if the scope's going to come with rings directly from Pulsar. I'm not really sure there, but I have seen it and it is a quick detach, but they also have it in a, the same, looks like the same mount, but in a non quick detach. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, to the credit of Sightmark looking at this, from the way that it looks, rather than putting caps um, on the the top of the, the, the scope, it looks like they go from the side. So uh, I want to get, again, get it in my hands and look at it. If that's true, that that hopefully be better. Maybe there won't be all the, the normal elevation problems, but maybe right. more windage problems. I don't know. I don't, I'm just, we're getting, <laughs> we're, we're wildly speculating, uh, but that is a concern of mine. I guess if there's one thing I don't like, it is the idea of using traditional scope rings. Now, for a lot of guys, that's going to be really big. They're going to love that. I have guys all the time that hate the fact they can't use traditional rings. They're not familiar with these single piece, uh, you know, quick detach rings or not rings, but mounts that like that the everybody has, you know, Flair, Drigicon, Pulsar. So they like the idea. The the big question for me is going to be 
is it going to have an eye relief that will you know, work for you to mount this on a bolt action rifle with regular rings without a Picatinny rail? Because currently you couldn't do that if you wanted to. Even like the photons, if you try to mount them up there uh, with regular rings, it's so far forward that you can't get up there on it most of the time. So it needs to be pushed back, and that's why even on bolt guns we say you need a, a Picatinny rail for like the photon that uses rings. Yeah. Some of these guys are mounting thermals on, you know, these 30-30 lever actions and these bolt guns. If those, depending on how wide and separated those those rings are, that may not be I know. as easy anymore. Yeah, I you think it's, it's something we're going to speculate. And one thing I did see, I saw a Pulsar employee say this uh, on one of the forums, so I can repeat it because he said it publicly. Yeah. Somebody said uh, it's there's there's no rubber eye cup on the eyepiece and it's going to put light back on you. And he said the unit will ship with a rubber eye cup. So I don't, I mean, again, that wasn't on the press release, but he yeah. said it will, will have an eye cup. So whatever that's worth. I mean, obviously I would think it'd be removable again, but for the people that, that want those, I know like you and I normally do. So, so mm -hmm. that's, that was good news. I saw. For I'm a that. fan of the eye cup. I am too. I, I like it. I like it. So, so I guess you've said it. I mean, the, the good and the bad, I don't think there's any ugly. I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill out of these rings. I think it's fine. I, I really, it's not a usability issue. I am thinking about it from the customer service standpoint of just if, if, and the big if, people have problems. Yeah. I just think about the number of phone calls that it generates uh, of where you walk people through it. And, and you know, uh, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's, Again, we go back to its customer service, and and I don't I don't mind doing it, but it, it it does. If you think about it, you know, if you're getting ten of these phone calls a day, it it adds up, and it's a lot of time. So hopefully, it won't be that way. But I think I am excited, you know, about the idea that we're going to a twelve micron core and the the you know XQs. I'm excited about the prospect of of seeing if eventually we go to a twelve micron six forty. The other thing is, and we don't know this, you know, I don't know it, is this the exact same 640, 17 micron core that's in the current XP50s? I mean, it probably is, but maybe they've improved it to some way. I mean, I'm, we, yeah. you know, we, we can't rule that out. So uh, we're going to know everything that there is to possibly know that we can know. We're going to know that at shot show 2018 and that's something i just want to briefly hit on you know this show we do our best to bring you the news as as breaking as we can on thursdays you know i know things happen between thursday to thursday but we try to bring it to you the next week as quick as we can sometimes there's things that that happen after we record the podcast uh before thursday but we want to be one of your main sources for anything breaking or news in this industry and you know, Hans and I are both going to be at the SHOT Show together. We're going out there. Those that don't know, the SHOT Show is the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show. You're going to hear us talking a lot more about that in the coming weeks. It's in Las Vegas every year in January, and that is where basically all things for the uh, hunting, shooting, gun, you know, optic world, that's where everything new is announced for the year, and it is a dealer distributor and manufacturer only show it is not open right. to the general public so it's a show that we can go to we can see the new stuff 
we can meet with the manufacturers. We can write orders for the, the coming year. And again, we'll talk more about what the SHOT Show is in later episodes, but that is when we're going to know all this. And before then, anything is just speculation. So right. y'all stick around with this show. Uh, you know, subscribe to us on, on you know, your, your favorite podcast app on YouTube. And we're going to give you all the information as we get it, and especially all the, the details that we get firsthand at SHOT Show after we've put our hands on these units and, and got all the info. Absolutely. So, like Jason said, uh, if you uh, please go subscribe to us on all the socials. Also, if you're interested in purchasing a night vision scope, a thermal scope, give Jason a call uh, at Outdoor Legacy Gear. It's 877-350-1818. Uh, you can also visit the website. It's outdoorlegacygear.com. Uh, and like he said, if, uh, if he gets busy, sometimes I help him out and take phone calls and I love getting a chance to speak with everybody. So we appreciate y'all joining us this week. Uh, please, uh, uh, join us next week for another episode of the late night vision show. Y'all take care. Have a great week. Keep making them bacon pancakes. 